It's time to take a journey to find your courage, break through your limits, and master your destiny. It's time for Ken D. Foster's Voices of Courage. Ken brings you some of the most courageous people on the planet that will inspire greatness within you and change your life for the better. It's time to see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the impossible. It's time for Voices of Courage. And here's your host, Ken D. Foster. Well, welcome everybody. What an amazing day today is and what an amazing show we have today. You know, I went to see Bohemian Rhapsody, the story of Freddie Mercury and the uh, rock band Queen over the weekend, and I was moved by the performances and the music. It was a powerful testimonial to exploring the human spirit, our nature, and really becoming all we were meant to be. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I encourage you to see it. Looks like it's going to win, uh, uh, take a, a lot of the Academy Awards. I know it's already won a lot in the SAG uh, Awards. Uh, it's an amazing uh, film. So, but you know, here's here's my point with this. You know, one of Queen's most famous songs is "We Are the Champions," and it depicts the challenges that we all go through in this world. Right? Um, the lyrics say this: "I've paid my." Dues time after time. I've done my sentence but committed no crime. And bad mistakes I've made. I've had my share of sand kicked in my face. But I've come through. We are champions, my friend. And we'll keep on fighting till the end. No time for losers because we are the champions of the world. This is Kennedy Foster and I'm your host today for this show We're calling it Embrace Your Wisdom, Power, and Courage to Change Your World. So my question to you as you're driving or sitting and listening to this or really being present to what I'm saying in this moment is how do you embrace your personal power, your wisdom, your courage? Well, that's a deep subject, and we're going to explore that subject today in different and different ways. But I want to say this. When I started on this path, what I wanted to find out was only one thing, and that was truth. I wanted to find truth at all costs. Because back in about 1992, when I was just waking up to my full potential, I was living in a lot of delusion and not really seeing reality clearly. You know, I was worried about what other people thought of me, and I was worried about, uh, you know, who I was. So I had to do some inner work, which I think we all have to do. And I think power, when we start to think about wisdom, wisdom comes with truth. Power comes from when we start to define ourselves as to who we are. You know, we define ourselves, what do we love? What, it, what brings us happiness? What do we stand for? Um, do we stand for loyalty? Do we stand for honesty? Do we stand for compassion or integrity? What do you stand for? And then courage, the real courage comes, I believe. I mean, there's a lot of ways that courage come. But if you really want to transform your life and really take it to the next level, it takes courage to forgive ourselves and everybody that has ever come across our lives, everybody, no matter what. And for a lot of people, that's, that's a little difficult to do. 
But in order to have the future that you really want, that future you everybody has inside of them, when we sit and we get quiet and we get still and we think, you know what? This is the future I want to have for myself. When we take some time to think about it, that future can't happen until you let go of all the negativity, anything that's been happened to you in the past, any worries, concerns, harms, hurts, fears, when you can let go of that, you know, and step into the courage it takes to let go of this stuff, then you're actually increasing your energy and you don't have to think about things so much, right? So I believe this. All of us got to, we have to embrace our light. We have to embrace our light to embrace our future. For the future really holds the key to our life. You know, a bright future vision will inflame that light that all of us have inside of us to really come out. So what is your future? Think about it right now, just for a moment. What is your future? What is it you want it to be? In your personal life, what kind of future do you see for yourself? Maybe you see finding the man or woman of your dreams. In your physical health, maybe you see yourself living to 80 or 90 or 100, feeling vibrant, feeling alive, feeling powerful, right? Maybe you're an athlete inside somewhere and you haven't let that athlete out because things, uh, little beliefs like, oh, it's too hot, it's too cold, I'm too tired, I'm too old. And you, when you get rid of those kind of thinking, that kind of belief, things can happen for you. So what it is? what does your future look like? How about financially? What does your future look like? Are you going to be on government assistance? Or are you going to create a, a portfolio of income to sustain yourself as you are vibrant and healthy and live a long life, right? So this takes wisdom. And I want to say this. It takes wisdom to create a future, but wisdom is uncommon to most, you know, but it doesn't have to be uncommon to you, my listeners, because I will tell you this, I found the door to wisdom and I found it how you can tune into your own wisdom every single day in every way. Wisdom has to do with a energy, a vibration, a frequency that we broadcast within ourselves, right? So it starts with how you start the day. That's uncommon for, it's uncommon for most to start the day with gratitude or with a sense of wonder of, wow, I wonder what this day is going to be like, or a place of stepping into, wow, who can I serve today? You know, I start every day and I open my eyes and I think of what I'm grateful for, but then I also ask, what can I do to make my life, my wife's life better every day? Sometimes I even think about Todd here in studio. I think, what can I do to make Todd's life better? (laughs) (laughs) But no, on a serious note, I really do do that. And, you know, the other piece is, you know, that power piece. I want to flip back to that. What does it take to step into our power? Well, I know this. The one piece that we need to do is we have to start to believe in ourselves. Now, I'm not telling you to believe in your ego, okay? It's great you have an ego. But I'm talking about something deeper. There's something deeper in all of us. It's the place where we can, when we get still and we hear that small, silent voice, that voice tells us what to do every single time. Now, I've been a meditator for many, many years, as many of you know, because if you've listened to the show, and that voice has gotten louder, right? Because as I still the mind and still the breath, now I can hear this little small voice. 
You know, at eight years old, I wasn't a meditator, but I was sitting on a porch and I was lonely. My friend had knocked on his door and he wasn't there. And I heard that voice and that voice said, everything's okay. You're going to be fine. About 13 years old, I was with a group of friends and they were all smoking cigarettes. And that little voice told me, don't smoke those cigarettes. This is your life to purify yourself. You know, at about 19, I got locked up in jail. And it's a long story. But, of course, it wasn't my fault. But I want to say this. I heard that little voice, and I followed that within the uh, confines of this prison and met a guy by the name of Christopher who had a Bible in his hand at the time and, and asked me if I wanted to be free. And I said yes. And at that moment, I agreed with what Christopher was saying. The jailer came to the door and said, you are free. And I walked out of that place for free place. You know, at 33, that voice said, you need to change. And I didn't want to listen to it. But at 42, it said, it's time to feel the pain to make the change. So we all have that voice. I can go on and on here, but I'm running out of time with my voice story here. But you have that voice inside of you. All of us do. The key is, how do we tune into it? How do we raise that energy, that frequency, that place in us? So we're not part of the kind of the uh, uh, walking dead is what I call it. People that are walking around with other people's points of view, other, uh, they've been socialized in certain ways, they think a certain way, they're not really free. They're really walking around pretending they're free, but they're not. So this show is all about helping you get free. All right, listen, my guest, uh, Patricia DeOrio, is coming up in the next segment. We're going to talk about a book called I Am the Word, and we're going to be talking about a whole bunch more about how to transition your life from where you are to where you want to be in some very simple ways to do it. Okay, we'll be right back. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. Okay, welcome back to Voices of Courage. Well, today we are having a lot of fun in studio, and the name of the show is Embrace Your Wisdom, Power, and Courage to Change Your World. I want to let you know the show is being brought to you by Via Kalima. And Via Kalima is a place where you can go to recover from addictions. You know, there comes a time when you know 
you need to get away to restart and gain control of your life. You know, a time to become free of an addiction or depression that's dragging you deeper or deeper into that pit. A time to maybe heal, to reemerge the real you. Well, Via Kalima is a women's uh, renewal center in La Costa, California. It's a residential treatment center just for women, and they accept only six at a time. It's very individual attention, and they offer proven treatment therapies for mind, body, and spirit for sustained transformation. So Via Kalima is in La Costa, California, and again, they don't just treat the symptoms, they treat the cause, and they help you become a new you. If you'd like to start healing and renewal, just call Via Kalima in La Costa at 760-814-8214. Again, 760-814-8214. Remember, 760-814-8214. Now, I'd like to get to my guest today. So, Patricia DeOrio, probably not saying that right. Am I saying that right, Patricia? That's fine. Okay, is that fine? Okay. Well, listen, Patricia is committed to informing, inspiring, and motivating people to achieve their goals and dreams through an understanding of the science behind success. Over the past 14 years, she has demonstrated how science and consciousness are the same conversation through her interviews with more than 300 pioneers of evolutionary thought, such as Deepak Chopra and Dr. Bruce Lipton. In addition, with a master's in counseling psychology, she brings several decades of experience in education and counseling to her private practice in Santa Barbara, California. Patricia, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Ken. It's lovely to be here. Oh, I'm just so happy. You know, you and I have talked a lot, and every time we talk, I get a little piece of your wisdom that comes out, and I try to apply it in, in my life. Um, I want to ask you just to share your background a little bit as a uh, counselor and transformational speaker. Kind of How did you get started with all this? Well, even before I do that, I want to comment on Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, sure. Oh, Let's talk I mean, about it. I, I I agree with you. I totally love that movie. In fact, very, very seldom do I go to a movie two times in a row within a short period of time. But I did that movie. And what the thing that inspired me the most is when uh, Freddie Mercury said, this is what I meant to do. This is what I meant to do. This is my purpose. I'm living my purpose. I can't be doing anything wrong because I'm living my purpose. And that was so inspiring for me. I can remember when I heard that, both times that you know, I felt I felt chills up and down my spine because I think we're all meant to live our purpose. And before we can live our purpose, whatever it shows up as in the world, we need to come into the power of knowing who we are. And and my background, just to give you a quick brushstroke, um, I think I came in as uh, I came in. Connected to spirit. I came in connected to source, God, the unknowable, unnameable, call it what you will. Right? I refer to it as source. I came in connected to source, and I don't think I ever disconnected. Even at a time when I, uh, as a child, I endured a molestation that changed my life. It formed my entire life. And I think it was the catalyst 
that really moved me to the work that I'm doing today, which is inspiring people to know, to truly know that they are energy beings in physical form creating their reality, spiritual beings having a human experience. You know, the first time I heard that was in the 80s, and I was in Boston, and I heard Deepak Chopra was going to be speaking at one of the hotels, and I left Cape Cod and my family reunion, and I went to hear him speak. And he said, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And I just got it, and I knew that he was correct. I thought that he had coined that term, but he hadn't. It actually came from Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, mm. who is a, a, I believe he was a Dominican priest, mm. and uh, he, he knew that we were spirit. He knew that we were spiritual beings having a human experience. And uh, it was difficult for him because the church at that time did not accept that. However, it's become my byline on my show, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. The other piece of that is to be in our power to create our reality. Mm. It's one thing to know that we're spirit in the body, but it's quite another thing to own our power to create our reality. And how do we do that? That's a really good question. So how do we do that? I mean, there's, there's probably a million ways, but how, what's the most effective ways we can do that? Well, you know, um, given that your audience is spiritually inclined, you know, we have, we have methods of meditation. You spoke about meditation. Mm -hmm. and, um, and lately, becoming present, the idea of being present in the moment is very important. Well, I think the first step is to acknowledge that we are not who we think we are. I think we all wear this mask in our human experience. You're showing up as Ken Foster, I'm showing up as right. Patricia Diorio. But behind that mask is, the, is our true self. And uh, in this book that I want to talk about very shortly, they talk about this true self being the Christed frequency. And it, yeah, that, everything is energy, vibrating at a frequency <laughs> that determines its density. And a part of my uh, process and my own personal process of growth um, I began a television show in 1996, and I wanted to really show how science and spirituality were the same conversation. So my guests were scientists and physicists and um, scientific journalists and people that were expressing the same conversation that we were all energy beings in physical form creating our reality through their own unique bodies of work, you know. Deepak Chopra said something on my show one day that made me laugh, and I'll share it with I'll share it with your yeah. audience. He yeah, said, "He said in actuality, we're God in drag." Mm. I love that. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> That's funny. And um, so, for us to really own who we are, I think is really the most important. The most important. Well, I, I do too, and and I would. I would question, yeah, I get what Deepak was saying, God and drag, but I, th I think we have God potential. I, I think that most of us inside of us have that that spark, but it's covered up by almost like a rust over the soul. And so how do we take that rust off to get to the to the real christened self, that Christ self? Well, you no, know, in my studies and in my own personal growth, you know, I've discovered that I have my own belief systems, imprints, programs of who I thought I was based on how I was raised, by whom I was raised, when I was raised, right? right? right. And uh, it's very important for us to become aware that we are conditioned and that we're programmed. This is like, you know, the hardware is our physical body and the software is all the programming that goes in. 
And I think it's very important for us to be aware that we have these programs. How do the programs show up? They show up by recurring negative patterns of thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be about relationship. It could be about finances. It could be about our health. And when we get hooked by those programs, triggered by those programs, we have a choice. We can either go down that rabbit hole and get hooked and, and have the same outcome, which is fear that it's going to happen and having it happen, right? right? Or we can make a conscious choice in the moment not to go there. We can conscious choice in the moment to say, no, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole this day. I'm going to make another choice. And my other choice is that I am in a beautiful relationship or I am financially free in a world of abundance or whatever it would be. Well, that I, would I be love that. I, I think that, uh, you know, there's been a lot of work done on, you know, on the mind and how we're programmed and, you know, how things show up um, for some people. They become very successful and abundant and joy and others are, you know, poverty and poor struggling. And, and struggling. Right. So if you're if you're uh, if you're struggling in some area, whether it be in finance or relationship or what, what what are the ways to get out of that now? I mean, you you've seen a lot of the science behind it. So how do people? What are some practical ways they can they can move forth? Well, as I said, becoming the observer of your thoughts is very important. Everything that occurs in the material world begins with a thought, right? You know, whether it's your financial circumstances or uh, this desk that we're sitting at right now right. It began in the mind of someone as a thought, and then it was manifested. So if we understand that we have this power within us to create our reality and change those negative patterns, that's really the first step is to become aware of who we are as an energy being in physical form, a spiritual being having a human experience, and two, become aware of our power. And when we become aware of our power, then we come into the wisdom that is inherently within us. You know, wow. innately, wow. we are divine beings. We are, you know? absolutely. And, and people- well, listen, I, I've got to take a break because okay. I'm loving this conversation. Okay. Um, we're going to be right back. And, you know, I want to talk to you, Patricia, about the, uh, the book, I right. Am the Word, because I know that a lot of this wisdom that we're talking about is also replicated in that, in that work. Sure. Okay, so we'll be right back. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields, equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at Star starsofcourage.org that's starsofcourage.org we're back with voices of courage and now your host ken d foster well i want to thank you for tuning in to us today and you know as a business owner your online presence is more important than ever. That's why the right image of yourself and branding of your business is vital. I've come across the finest photographer and branding specialist in San Diego, and her name is Ann Landstrom, and her company is AnnPhotography.com. I recommend you give her a call. She promises to give you images that will bring out the best in you and your business. That's AnnPhotography.com. 760-610-6263. Again, and photography.com at 760 610 
1-800-636-6263. And I've had some of uh, her work. Um, she's taken some photos of me and, and uh, redone uh, my whole branding. And this woman is amazing. So if you're thinking about you need to rebrand your business, I encourage you to reach out to her. Okay, today our show is called The Courage to Embrace Your Wisdom and Power and to Change Your World. And our guest is Patricia Oreo, like the Oreo cookie. Patricia, <laughs> welcome back Thank to you. the second segment here. Thank you. And, you know, we're talking about consciousness. We're talking about business. We're talking about uh, being able to raise your energy, raise your frequency, realize that you're a spiritual being, having a human experience. And we want to talk a little bit about this book. I want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Tell me how this book has, what it is and what is what what does it represent to you and how has it changed your life? All right. Well, just to give a, a little bit of background you know, um, I've been on the spiritual path my whole and, life. And let me just pause. The book sure. is named I Am the Word. I Am the Word. I Am the Word. And the author is Paul Selig. Selig. Paul, 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 Selig. Paul Selig. Okay. You know, people say to me, Patricia, why are you touting this book so much? And the answer is because it is the most profound body of work that I've come across in my entire career, which has been a long time on the spiritual path. So I've interviewed tons of people and read their books and been to their seminars I've done Course in Miracles for many years. I've done the Abraham work. I've done a lot of work. Um, but this work is by far the most profound. In 1970, in my, uh, um, 1970 for heaven's sakes, in, 19, in 2015, on my 70th birthday, right. my age, um, I, I, I did what I call shake my fist at God. I said, okay, so I've been helping all of these people to bring spirituality practically in their lives. How do you live a spiritual life? I said, what about me? I'm ready to go to my next level. And that very day, a friend of mine told me about this book, and I felt it. It was the first time that happened. I felt it in my solar plexus when this person said to me, it was actually the fellow that co-hosted my television show, Stu Zimmerman. And he said, Patricia, you must get this book. As soon as he heard, I heard the name of it, I felt it in my solar plexus. I called the this bookstore that I go to. She had never heard of it. I order it, order it for me, please. So she ordered it, and when I went to pick it up, I could feel it. I could feel the book. I could feel the energy in the book. And it was like water to a thirsty person. I could not get enough of it. I read it and devoured it. And uh, I think the thing that, that inspired me most about this book is that as what the, it's a channeled text. I think that's important for people to know this, that it's channeled. And, and the beings identify themselves as ascended masters that are here to help us through this evolutionary period as we make our transition to become conscious beings, to mm-hmm. move from homo sapien sapien, anthropologists will tell us, to homo noeticus or homo universalis. Uh, and that is a human being that knows that they're having a human experience and that they're wearing the mask of whoever they came in as. But behind that mask, their true self is inseparable from everybody else and inseparable from source or spirit. The reason why this book and this body of work has inspired me so much because it is actually increasing our vibrational frequency as we work with it. So what they share with us is that we're literally ascending while we're in the body and present to the fact that we're spiritual beings having a human experience and we are about lifting up the vibrational frequency. Quantum physics tells us everything is energy. Einstein, everything is energy. That's all there is to it. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. 
This is physics. So everything is energy. We're energy beings. Everything that we see in the material world began as a thought. And as we think that thought, we're actually causing it to happen. When we are raised to a higher vibrational frequency, our landscape changes, as they say. The way we see the world changes. And our perspective on life changes. People will start coming into our lives that are assisting us to move forward for our own purpose. People will drop away if they're not contributing to right. us. Well, you know, I've, <clears throat> I personally have experienced everything you're talking about. And I want to say that, you know, in the first segment, I said it starts with releasing. You, you have to let go, pour the water out of the glass so that you can receive something right. new right. to come in. And I, th- I think, you know, that last segment you talked about, you know, we're programmed with our beliefs in our, exactly. in our families, in our socialization. And, you know, we, we've got all this way that we're programmed that kind of keeps us stuck going down a certain path. But as soon as you say, you know what, this isn't working. I need to find something better. Mm-hmm. Right. So we release and then we we raise frequency. That's what I'm hearing you say. Well, our frequency, um, according to these books, and there's six books now, our frequency is continually being raised when we're doing the work. And um, what, they, what they identify or what and, they and call... And the work is... And the work is becoming present to our true nature as, as our true self as Christ consciousness. Yeah, the Christian oh, being, the Christ. The Christ the whole, right, you know. coming into that vibrational yeah. frequency. Right. And they tell us that when we are vibrating at that frequency, there is no fear. So it's a process and the belief systems and prints and programs that I referred to in the prior segment are the baggage that we have. And they refer to it in the book as our boulders, you know, and they hold us back, hold us down. They keep us from ascending. They keep us from, they keep our vibrational frequency from well, rising. Well, I, I think if everybody so, could see the, the, uh, their uh, emotional, mental baggage you had, you know, that they're carrying, you know, if you had a big sack and you could see right. all the rocks that you're carrying around, right. most people want to let that go. Right, right, exactly. And they release do. It. Yeah. They do. And awareness is the first step. First of all, we have to be aware that we have a boulder. And, and that and boulder. Ha- what's the sign that, what's the signal that you have a boulder in your life? What would that be? When you have a recurring negative pattern that you just can't seem to get out of. Okay. Around attracting the wrong person or always being struggling with scarcity consciousness or okay. health problems, you know. Uh, Overeating, the, undereating, right? Uh, addictive uh, behavior. Addictive behaviors. You know, those are all right. symptoms of mm-hmm. us our, of our disconnection from who we truly are. Right. And when we become aligned with who we truly are, and we know that we have these boulders, then then as we identify them, and as we speak that we're releasing right. them. So this there's a lot. It's called I am the word for a reason. We are the word. Right, and it goes all the way back to scripture. Well, we are the word, and I remember, yeah. uh, you know, my dad telling me, "Listen, your word is your bond. Okay, what you say is right. is you know, you keep that because if we not, then we're something else, right?" But I know you're talking about this at a higher level. Listen, I've got a couple minutes here. I want to let our audience know how to get a hold of you, and I know you have an upcoming uh, workshop. So let's talk a- about that. Upcoming webinar, yes. Yeah, let's talk about that. Well, um, I'm going to be doing a webinar on the book, I Am the Word. It's going to be on Zoom, and I invite anyone who's interested to give me a call. You can go to my website, patriciadiorio.com, and right on the home page on the left-hand side, there's a place where you can fill in your information, and then I will be in touch with you to give you the details of the webinar. Okay, so let me repeat. So let me spell this out. It's Patricia DiOrio, and it's P-A-T-R-I-C-I-A, and then D, 
I-O-R-I-O. Patricia de Oreo, like the Oreo cookie, but it's not spelled like the Oreo cookie. So, listen, it's P-A-T. Not like the designer. It's, it is. It's like the designer, right? So, Patricia and then D-I-O-R-I-O.com. If you want to be uh, on, on her list and you want to get connected with her on the um, on the webinar that's coming up on Zoom, it's a Zoom webinar. Tell me right. the name of the uh, webinar again. It's uh, the Pearls of Wisdom. Is that the uh, we're talking about or? We're talking about I am the word. I am the word. Okay. Yes. It's we're going to be an I am the word circle. It's a, it's a circle. I call oh. it my word circles. And I've done most of them uh, in person in Santa Barbara. And now I want to get them out to more people. So I'm doing Zoom Zoom workshops and I'm loving it. And I invite people to to fill well, out my information and let's have a conversation. I love it. You know, every now and then I have somebody in studio that I feel their energy and the vibration and who they are and, and how powerful they are. And you're one of them. And I want to let you know that uh, I, I think that webinar will really help a lot of people. So if you're one of my and listeners, I encourage you to uh, check out patriciadeorio.com and sign up for that right. webinar. Okay. It's life-changing work. There's no, I mean, I wish I had more time to tell you the changes that have happened in my life that have been nothing less than miraculous. No, so it's 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 the most powerful work I've ever experienced. Okay. Well, listen, we'll be right back. I have uh, my next guest coming up, Anita Sanchez. And um, stay tuned. You're going to want to listen to this interview. It's going to rock your world and uh, give you another point of view on what consciousness uh, really is all about. Okay. We'll be right back. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Attention business owners, the feeling of being overwhelmed, stressed out, and facing difficult business challenges goes hand in hand with being an entrepreneur. But there are solutions, and it's time to explore the possibilities. You work hard as an entrepreneur. Give yourself the break you deserve. Ken D. Foster is the business coach for you. Ken has over 21 years of experience with leaders just like you, who trust to share what is truly going on in their business and that thing called life. You're invited to set up a free confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and breakthrough obstacles. Visit KenDFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDFoster.com. That's KenDFoster.com. KenDFoster.com. Back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. Well, it's a good day to change your thinking, don't you think? You know, wouldn't wouldn't you like to have more uh, joy, happiness, abundance, maybe a little more wealth in your life? Uh, maybe even better friends? Who knows? Anyway, I think it's a good day for that. name of our show today is Embrace Your Wisdom, Power, and Courage to Change Your World. And... We're being brought to you today by Via Kalima. Via Kalima is a woman's uh, exclusive recovery center here in La Costa, California, in San Diego. And, you know, if you're in a place where it's time to maybe restart 
or gain control of your life. Maybe it's a time to be free of addiction or depression or anything that's dragging you deeper and deeper into that pit. Maybe it's a time for you to heal and reemerge as the real you. Well, Via Calima in La Costa, California gives you that renewal. It's a residential treatment center just for women. They accept only six at a time. It's very exclusive. And one thing I love about Via Calima, I've been to the facilities, I've met with the owners, I've seen what they do, and I want to say this, is that it is one of the most powerful, moving, transformative programs that I've come across in this particular space. They are in La Costa, California, and the thing I like about it is they don't just treat the symptoms, they treat the cause. They get to the heart of what addiction is all about in the individuals that they're treating. So start your healing and renewal now by calling Via Kalima at in La Costa at 760-814-8214. That's 760-814-8214. Again, 760-814-8214. Well, in studio with me is Dr. Anita Sanchez. And she has spent four decades sharing indigenous wisdom with executives and their teams all over the world. Now she has written a best-selling book called upon and calling upon all humanity to remember how to work and live together. Anita tells us about the, inspira- the inspiration behind the four sacred gifts, which are in her book. She's a transformational leader, consultant, speaker, coach, and author. And Anita, I'm so glad to have you here in studio. Thank you. I love being here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we all need uh, a little more inspiration. We need to learn how to live together. Absolutely. We're all being called to do that, aren't we? Aren't we? Yeah. So I I just want to jump into it. Um, You've been doing this for years. Um, And how did you get involved in this? Well, I was born into it. I'm part indigenous, so I'm Aztecan and I'm Mexican-American. So I grew up with listening to my grandmother and to elders and learning about their wisdom. I also grew up Catholic. I am Catholic. So the wisdom comes from everywhere. So it was no surprise that as I grew up, and I had some difficult times too, but that I got into diversity inclusion work and working with leaders all over the world. Mm -hmm. And so this wisdom is in each of us and is in lots of the different traditions. You know, it's in everybody. And, yes. And, and we, you know, on our show, you know, my guests got to know that, right? It's in us, right? Yes. I think one of the challenges, though, is that a lot of people forget, right? We have this memory that we're connected, and then, you know, then something comes up, some something happens, and we forget. And then maybe we hang on to some upset or some anger or... Absolutely, and that's where in all the years of working with corporate executives all over the world, that I began to realize that it wasn't another piece of information I needed or skills to help them in that, that it was more basic than that. It was really putting up a mirror and letting them see how to be in right relationship first with themselves, let alone with all tens of thousands of employees they had and then all the stockholders. So how you do that and the wisdom keepers Brought that forward. So let's talk about that. I, th- I think that's a near and dear to my house. How do you show up um, 
integrous with yourself. Well, how do you teach people to do that? Yes. Well, how to stay in right relationship with yourself, that you can be good medicine to yourself. Yeah. And that means you're in alignment. Your spiritual, psychological, mental, and physical are all in alignment. So we can either be good medicine or bad medicine. The four gifts that 27 wisdom keepers around the world put in a hoop back in 1994 and shared it with all humanity, I've been using for the last 23 years incorporated in my talk, work. Talk to me about the hoop. What okay. does that mean? So the hoop is called the Eagle Hoop Prophecy. Mm -hmm. And these elders came together back in 1994 hearing that call from spirit. Mm -hmm. They built this hoop. They hung 100 eagle feathers on it. And at the end of the ceremony, they put four gifts that spirit told them all humankind needs to remember the, to use these gifts so that we can sustain to be in right relationship with ourselves, other human beings, and the earth. You know, I've heard it said that um, with all judgment comes fear. So how do we transform our fears to be in a space where we can really connect with each other? Yes, I think that's part of it. Is First of all, it's what you're just saying is to name it, to name what's happening. So that's the, the four gifts. Let me name the Let's four name gifts because I gifts. think those are really powerful and gets to what you're talking about, yeah. the fear. So the first gift is the power to forgive the unforgivable. And we could just start right there when we talk about fear. We could just fear. stop there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, that in itself. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I, there are, there's some horrific things that happen in this world. And it's, you know, if it hasn't happened to you, it might be easier to forgive. But when you have somebody shot in your family or maybe you're wiped out by fire or you're... Um, all the mirrored things yeah, All that the happen. mirrored things that happen, right? Um, right? How do you forgive the unforgivable? How do you do that? Yes. Well, and I'm pretty good at that yeah. because in my life, for age four to 13, I was sexually abused. Yes. And then at 13, the example you just gave, my father was murdered. It was race-based. He was mistaken for someone else and killed. Huh. So that is a lot for a 13-year-old. It's a lot. Who was like, how, how do I do this? And fortunately... Spirit is always here, right? The wisdom is there. And so it was about getting quiet, really counting on both my Catholicism, but in all the elders' wisdom teaching. Mm -hmm. So for 20-some years, I have now been using these gifts for myself and teaching them to others. And what I found on the forgiveness one is that we have so many leaders that are embarrassed or shame for either what somebody else did or what they did. They didn't meet the quarter they, they hired the wrong executive team. They, they missed another family member's birthday. They're on their third marriage. I mean, it's all, the list is endless. And what happens is if that stays and they don't release themselves using the gift of forgiveness, it turns into resentment, resentment of themselves, of themselves. resentment of the organization. And we have leaders who are leading these amazing places. And what gets happens is decisions aren't made well. The prophets aren't happening. They have real, these things that are seen as soft aren't soft at all. They're not soft at all, are No, they? it's very much yeah, connected. It's, it's definitely about impacting thriving. The, the bottom line. Yeah. And, I, you know, there's another piece of forgiveness. It's not just unforgettable. Right. I think you're also talking about just forgiving the mistakes we make along the way and others make that are working with us. Absolutely. You know, if we could and start how with fast those. Can you, how fast should we be uh, letting go of those mistakes? Well, that's the place to start because the big ones where we have, you know, forgiving of huge uh, hurts that happened to whole groups of people, those are the tough ones. Right. But if you start with these little things, right. that, you know, letting go of those, what it is is people think forgiveness is about the other. Right. Forgiveness is really about self-love. 
first and foremost. Mm. I love myself to free my energy to use for what I want to create now rather than holding on the pain, hurts, mistreatments of the past. Wow. Okay, so once we can start to forgive, then we start the next. Uh, the next gift was healing. Yeah. So we start. We walk into that healing energy, and let's uh, start a little bit on that. Yes. Because uh, we only got about one minute. Okay. But, so but we'll come back. We'll, yeah, we'll because keep they're going. connected. All these yeah, four gifts. So the second gift is the power of the gift of healing, and healing is a process right. that we get to use every day. Right. You know, for the little things and the big things, we get to heal. That's a really wonderful thing that we have the capacity. So is, is healing a piece of just consciousness? Are we just going, okay, this is what, we, you know what, I need to heal this. I'm going to choose to heal this. And and then the people, places, and things show up to heal it. Or what, what happens for you? It, it can. It does do that. Part mm-hmm. of it is just listening, first of all, to your own body, to your heart, to your, to your mind, so mm-hmm. that we know what to do. Mm-hmm. And then we go into that process. And when we get back... I'd love to tell you about the four elements that I found that are part of healing that I use with uh, leaders to help them and use that gift. Sounds good to me. We'll be right back. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. With Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. All righty. Well, welcome back to our show. I want to let you know another one of our sponsors on this show is a company called Women's Wisdom. They're in the San Diego area. If you're an entrepreneur, pay attention to this. Uh, This is an organization which has assisted women business owners to not only grow their businesses, but also grow their lives since 1991. It's Women's Wisdom in San Diego. They're San Diego's premier networking and relationship building group for purpose-driven female entrepreneurs. You can find them online also at womenswisdom.net, womenswisdom.net. They have large meetings that meet uh, the second Friday of every month where they bring in, most of the time they bring in speakers uh, that have been on Oprah or shows such as that to enlighten the women here in San Diego. So it's a powerful event. All right, I'm back here in studio with Anita Sanchez, and her uh, book is called Indigenous Wisdom for Modern Times, but right now we're talking about the, uh, the the four methods of healing. Is that in the book, Anita? Yeah, it's the four gifts. The four yeah, gifts. The four sacred gifts. So we're on the second one, healing. Second one, let's talk about it. And I love healing, because I think when people think of healing, 
it, the thought as indigenous people is not pharmaceutical. Not to say don't stop taking your meds and all those kinds of things, do that. Right. But when we think of healing, this is something innate to us that we're meant to heal over again, whether it's just stumbling, in a literally physically stumbling, or stumbling in our mind. Right. And so the four things that I found on all these different traditions that were uh, essential to healing was, first of all, listening. Listening to yourself listening to others. Because how can we know something needs to be healed if we're so busy rattling around and we're not listening to our bodies, to our heart, to our mind? The second uh, element is supportive relationships. We do nothing alone. That's an illusion of separateness. Nothing happens alone. Even right now, That's this right. oxygen is coming because of the trees and the whole thing and changing the carbon to oxygen for us. I mean, we do nothing alone. That is glorious. We do. We don't. There's 18 people on my team here in, in yes. this just to do this little show right here. Thank you nothing to the alone. team. <laughs> right. Thank you, team. Yeah. So that's the second element. The third element of healing is unconditional love. And there was a time in my life that I thought, oh, there's no such thing. Maybe, maybe a parent has that for their child. I don't know. But then I'm realizing, no, it is true. Unconditional love for the fact that you are here, you are worthy of love unconditionally. It doesn't mean we always are operating in a sacred way or that we're operating in a respectful way, but innately we are worthy of dignity. So supportive relationships we need to heal. And then the fourth thing, we must do, and I'm telling leaders all the time, you must be in positive action. It's like the GPS does not work if you're just sitting there. Well, how come it's not telling me what to do? You've got to move forward. And sometimes it's missteps and sometimes, right, but it's all good. It's all part of moving forward for that healing process to happen. That's good. That's really good. Okay, third gift is the power of unity. Yeah. Okay, so once we're going through forgiveness and we're going the healing area and we're really looking at ourselves and yes. letting go of some of the dysfunctional yes. things, um, what, what, how well, we, what happens is you think here? that you can collaborate now. Right. When you really are using that gift of forgiveness and yes. ongoing the gift of healing, right. you know, ongoing, then unity, all that illusion of separateness, of I'm alone. Um, no, no one's alone. We might feel lonely at times. That's a human condition. Right. We're never alone. Right. And you're able to then bring people together for that you know, high-performing team or for the family who knows how to just sit and be together without the disruption of the smartphone or the computer, but just to be together. Right on. Unity is so critical for life. And then the fourth gift is the power of hope. And this is a big piece. Let's, let's talk it about that. It absolutely is. And you know, people... Because the opposite of that is hopeless. Yes. Right? And, yes. You know, and there's or, a lot of hopelessness there's happening. There's a lot of hopelessness. There's I'm a lot sure of feeling stuck, feeling... Hearing of that from your yeah. audience and stuff. The yeah. hopelessness, yeah. yeah. So we're seeing signs of the disunity, depression, suicide, um, the disruptions, the things that are happening, economy, uh, the environment. I mean, on and on and on. Hope is an energy source. It is something. And that is infinite inside each of us. And the danger is the danger of doubt. This illusion that everything we're seeing out here is all there is, that is not true. <laughs> you know, that we have the ability to respond, to co-create, and that hope in action. So it's not just sitting back and being, I'm being hopeful, right. I'm just meditating. In fact, the Dalai Lama, a friend of mine, was with the Dalai Lama a couple of years ago and they all met talking about in Nepal and they're talking about the ocean, I mean, the rivers and water, the issues. Anyway, at the end of that weekend, the Dalai Lama looked at all these folks and said, you know, this was a really great weekend. 
And you could all go away and say, this was really a great weekend. And it will be for naught. Because you have to leave and get into action. And that's what hope does. You get this image. You get this, this thing that isn't known by the senses. And you move towards it. And, and I love that. So you're, you're holding hope inside of you. It is an energy, as you said, a frequency, a resonance that's inside of us. We can actually palpable feel that when we're in that. I think sometimes people have to get in a place where they're they're tuning in, they're starting to acknowledge their own energy, their feeling, so that they can re- re- realize that this is something real. It is absolutely real. And you spoke about it at the beginning of the show, which is, uh, that's how I start my day every day, is with a, a series of practices I do, and one is gratitude. Before I get out of bed, grateful for my toes, grateful that I'm breathing, grateful that my eyes opened up, grateful the sun that's coming in, grateful, I'm going to go on and on, for the, my husband of 45 years, my two children, I mean, grateful for whatever Listen, it I, is. I can't tell you how many guests have come on the show and said they've started with gratitude. I wake up, when my eyes pop open, I go to gratitude. So as uh, my last guest, Patricia DeOrio would say, get with the program. Like, get with it. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. It's true. Because there's a lot that is working. But we have to look and raise our vibration, as she was talking about, and I believe in that too, in energy, so that we can meet what the world is asking us to be. We are living at such a time where you could say, it's the worst it's ever been. Or you can say, oh my gosh, we count more than ever, every single one of us, to bring our gifts forward. I love that. Okay, listen. Um... I want to give our audience, uh, first of all, the book, right? The Indigenous Wisdom for Modern Times. It's actually You're, The Four Sacred Gifts. The Four Sacred Gifts. Indigenous, Indigenous Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom for, for Modern that's Times. That's a long Boy. title. Boy, that's the a long title. The Four Sacred Gifts. It's a good one. But listen, where do they get the book? <laughs> yes, you can get it on on Amazon at bookstores. It's Simon & Schuster, wonderful publisher. So it's out everywhere. You can go to foursacredgifts.com. For F-O-U-R, sacredgifts.com. And there you can click on to wherever you want to purchase and learn more and get a free song that is made with the messages of my book. It's a beautiful song called In Right Relationship. I love that. Okay, foursacredgifts.com. Wow, what a show. Anita and Patricia, I hope you'll both come back to the show. This is, uh, this is really powerful. And listen, my audience... This is a show that's interactive, isn't it? It's not just really a show to listen to. It's a show to let other people know about, your family know about. It's also a show for you to really take to heart what we're talking about, maybe replay it a couple times so that you can really get it and take your life to a whole new program. A whole new program. Yeah, a whole new program. Reprogram your thinking. Take it to the next level. All right, this is Ken Foster signing off. Have a blessed day. And uh, be sure to find your courage to see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the impossible. Thanks for joining us for Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. And we're always interested in what you have to say. So follow Ken on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or email your questions and comments to viewer at voicesofcourage.us. Also, you can find all of Ken's previous shows by visiting voicesofcourage.us. Be sure to join us next Sunday at 10 a.m. as Ken brings more stories of courage that will inspire greatness within you and change your life for the better. Until next time, live courageously and see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the impossible. This has been Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster.